ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Crack Horse. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Cracked Pod podcast. I am half of your host, Frederick. And I'm the other half of your host, Amanda. Today, we're going to be discussing a very sensitive topic to some people. And that topic is the Holocaust and the recent events that transpired with what Whoopi Goldberg has said on The View. And just a disclaimer that everything we speak about on this podcast this episode specifically are our stories from our personal lives in our family, as well as sources from, for example, what happened on The View and different tweets and different articles that we uh, have read and that we will be quoting. Yes. So as some of you may know, there was a whole to do with Whoopi Goldberg and what she had said on The View show. Um, so to start off, let's go and have a listen to what exactly was said. Well, also, if you're yeah. going to do this, then let's be truthful about it, because the Holocaust isn't about race. No. No, it's well, not about maybe race. Maybe well, no, it's about a different it, race. But it's, it's not about race. It's not about well, race. What is it about? Because you, it's about man's inhumanity to man. That's what it's about. But it's about white supremacy. It's well, about but it's not, it's not about and, and race. It's the but these are two Romans. white groups of people. Well, how do we have to black people how, see them as white? And they, but you're missing the point. You're yeah. missing the point. Yeah. The minute you turn it into race, it goes down this alley. Let's talk about it for what it is. It's how people treat each other. It's a problem. It doesn't matter if you're black or white, because black, white, Jews, uh, it's ha- everybody eats each other. So is it, if you're uncomfortable, if you hear about mouse, should you be worried? Should, should your child say, oh my God, I, I wonder if that's me? No, that's not what they're gonna say. They're gonna say, I don't wanna be like that. Well, hopefully. Well, I wanna be cool. Yeah. And in- so um, originally this discussion started because the segment was talking about banned books. And one of those banned books is mouse, which um, I'm sure some of you viewers have listened to, or I'm sorry, read, but it's basically about an illustration about, you know, mice and cats and the mice are the Jews and the cats are the Germans um, who put them through the Holocaust. And basically the book is being banned in Washington because uh, it makes some students uncomfortable and it uh, has like a nudity of a mouse. Uh, but, you know, it, that's why it's being banned. So, uh, just to pr- preface, I understand what Whoopi Goldberg was trying to say in the sense that it is about inhumanity because extinguishing a race of people is inhumane. But yeah. the whole um, issue came about when she said that it's not about race. She and said it, that, that it's white people killing white people. Yeah. she said That was about, the issue. Right. And she said that it's not about race. She said it's uh, it's about like inhumanity. Uh, it's about uh, one of her co-hosts said it's about white supremacy. It's not about white supremacy per se, because it's a promotion of the Aryan race, which is a specific type of white people from Germany who are blonde and blue eyed. Um, mm-hmm. But it is definitely about race because Judaism is a race. Now, 
Um, we're going to listen also in just a second to what her response was because her apology. Yeah, because that very day she was on the the Colbert show, the Colbert Report, whatever Colbert show, I think. Yeah, and uh, it was the same day because you can see she's wearing the same exact outfit, and she was called in, and they're like, "Oh, you want to say like what you feel about this and everything, and yada yada yada." Um. But basically, you we're gonna see her response. But Judaism is a race, a hundred percent. And how I would I... also like to say that Adolf Hitler himself said that Jews were a race. And I'm going to quote um, from one of his speeches on September 16th, 1919. Uh, Hit- Hitler issues his first written comment on the so-called Jewish question. In the statement, he defined the Jews as a race and not a religious community, characterized the effect of a Jewish presence as a quote-unquote race tuberculosis of the peoples, and identified the initial goal of a German government to be discriminatory legislation against Jews. The quote-unquote ultimate goal must definitely be the removal of the Jews altogether. Hitler said that the Jews were a race. So, um... Overall, what it's doing, and I, and I just want to say, like, why people are upset is because they're downplaying the anti-Semitism, downplaying, like, basically making Jews not have their own, I don't even know the word, not having their own their own race, <laughs> right? Like, right, I don't even know. Right. So, I mean, obviously, the race is not determined solely by Hitler, but... Um, his whole purpose was to eradicate undesirables. And undesirables were groups of people that he considered to be the garbage of the earth. And yeah. among those people were people of the race of Judaism, people of the race uh, of African-American descent, people who were gypsies, which gypsy is not necessarily a race. I have not heard it that way. I know there's different types of just gypsies, like Russian gypsies, Romanian gypsies, but I don't think gypsy itself is a uh, a race, but mm-hmm. um, he also wants to eradicate LGBT community members and all those things. So it wasn't just race that he was targeting, but one of the biggest components of it was solely the Jewish race. Yes. Now, we know race because of genetic testing. We can get tested and we see the different races that we come from. Yes. Now, to segue into that, I just want to... Um, I want to play the sound, uh, play Whoopi's, uh, you know, quote unquote apology. So here it is. But I thought it was a, a salient discussion because as a black person, I think of race as being something that I can see. So I see you and I know what race you are. And the discussion was about how I felt about that. I felt that that it was really more about man's inhumanity to man and how horrible people can be to people. And we're seeing it manifest itself these days. But people were very angry and they said, no, no, we are a race. And I, I, I understand, I understand. I, I felt differently. I respect everything everyone is saying to me and I, I, you know, I don't want to fake apologize. You know, I, I was, I'm very upset about, that people are, misunderstood what I was saying. And so because of it, uh, they're saying that I'm anti-Semitic and that uh, I'm denying the Holocaust and all these other things, which, 
you know, would never occur to me to do. I thought we were having a discussion about race, which everyone I think is having. I just want to correct Whoopi Goldberg on something because according to Whoopi Goldberg, race is basically you look at somebody and you decide what they are. So mm -hmm. according to Whoopi Goldberg, when you look at somebody, you slap a label on them and say, you are this. Okay, well, clearly that might have worked in the 18th century where, uh, you know, English people are from England, Russians are from Russia, Spanish are from Spain, Hispanic and Latino come from different South American and Caribbean islands. Okay, that may have worked many, many centuries or decades ago, but now people are getting married. People are having children with people of different races, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, for example, a Black person will uh, get married to, let's say, a, uh, a Russian person, and they have a mixed baby, but the baby has darker skin. So according to Whoopi Goldberg, this baby can only be labeled as Black because it has darker skin, which completely discredits its other half, which is, let's say, its Russian origin. Now, with yeah. Judaism, there is no typical Jew. Yes, there are certain stereotypical features like a larger nose or perhaps uh, darker hair, but as we learn through history and through race, even though Judaism is a race, it is also the only race that is also a religion. Um, and with that being said, people who are Black can be Jewish. I mean, Whoopi Goldberg herself says that her mother was Jewish. But so so for, that makes her Jewish. Right. So that would make her Jewish. So to say that uh, it's not about race, she's discrediting her own, you know, half of her race. Um, but it's interesting yeah. because Whoopi Goldberg was not always Whoopi Goldberg. She actually uh, had changed her name because Whoopi Goldberg's original name was Karen Elaine Johnson. Okay, and the story goes that she became whoopy because apparently uh, if she was feeling gassy on stage, she would let it out. So they called her whoopy cushion. Hmm. Um, and today she claims that she changed uh, the last name to Goldberg to embrace her mother's Jewish roots. But in older statements, it says that her mother told her to change her last name to Goldberg to make it more Jewish to uh, appease to Jewish directors and everything in Hollywood at that time. So yeah. that's what they're being, that's what they're saying. Um, I yes. just want to say that as somebody who is, you know, a Jewish woman and I've had family uh, in the Holocaust and, you know, lived through years of anti-Semitism and everything, I do want to say that I don't think 100 percent um what she said was her trying to target or being uh anti-semitic necessarily but i also think that the apology that she made wasn't legit where i do think that she should have educated herself more and really understood why people are feeling this way you know because to go i'm sorry i know that this is all about pr and this is all about publicity but to go on stephen colbert several hours after this happened just so you can kind of 
put it out there that you are quote unquote sorry doesn't really show that you're educated and i just want to bring up a tweet uh from somebody uh the page just high talks posted this the tweet is by isaac de castro and he says whoopi's characterization of the holocaust as being between quote unquote two groups of white people is further evidence that many americans are incapable of understanding race and racism through any prison other than their own and that is really true because realistically and also uh one of my favorite actors his name is michael rapaport he is a jewish actor he was on friends he was on all these different shows and uh he talks about this stuff now on his social media and he said that realistically this is kind of like saying also that slavery was not about race if you really think about it right so it's not about white people and white people when the point was that jews weren't even considered white people jews were their own race and that's why the point right. on Hitler's side was to exterminate them. Right, because they were the undesirable race. And the thing that Hitler pointed out with everything is that, uh, again, because of assimilation and people getting married to one another and having children and blending races, Hitler had said that the reason why they need to exterminate the Jews is because they're starting to blend in with everybody so well that you can't make the distinction of who is Jewish and who is not. And that's why uh, when the Holocaust began, before they even sent everybody off to the camps, they had made everybody wear uh, yellow stars uh, that would say Jude. And they made it, you had to wear it on your clothes and you had to live in the, the ghetto uh, because you were Jewish. And people needed to know that you were Jewish. And because you didn't look necessarily different, they had to identify who you were so they knew not to deal with you or they knew to treat you a certain way. So back to the point of Whoopi Goldberg, uh, she even ad admits about her herself living in a prism because she says, I as a black woman, she says, I as a black woman, uh, to me, race is looking at you and seeing that you're white or asian or whatever but we're at the point in society where people have multiple races and just because yeah. you can identify one of them does not mean that you should discredit the others and that's a big problem today because people are really picking their sides with their races and they're picking which race they want to present to people and just hide their other race but that's not how you do things and you it's have not to, even yeah it's not even only that it's people are trying to prove who suffered more right jews suffered black people suffered armenians suffered everybody fucking suffered everybody fucking sucks but at the end of the day we should all give credit to all of us we are all important everybody is important right right and everybody yeah and everybody should be given credit for how much they suffered but not one person suffered more than the other i i personally right. don't think that I, Just, feel, I feel for everything that African-Americans have went through. And I really do. And, and I, you know, and same thing with the Armenian genocide and with um, the Asian hate that's going on. Everybody is suffering. But it's like, and I'm saying this just from a point of like being Jewish and seeing how social media is. Nobody 
little to nobody is making any kind of putting any light on the anti-Semitism that is happening today. There are people every single day in these Jewish communities that are literally getting beaten the shit out of because they're wearing a kippah or that, you know, uh, look Jewish. You know what I'm saying? Right. I just want to talk about the desensitization. Um, as with all movements, there's always people that are going to like make the movement less than. Um, yes. I mean, we saw like examples of that through the Me Too movement, where um, some women who women who actually went through trauma, there were other women that were like claiming that they went through the same trauma, but they were like false stories or whatever, and it was just putting less. Uh, attention on the the real victims who needed help and everything but um the reason why i'm saying that is because with the whole holocaust with the yellow stars um there was a movement with covid that people were saying like oh um because we're not vaccinated we uh we they they put on yellow stars like they put on yellow stars and like we're not vaccinated we're suffering like the jews in the holocaust because we're being marked as unvaccinated and we're being excluded from things um okay while yes they are being excluded from doing certain things and being certain places similar to the holocaust it is not based off of sheer hatred Okay, they're being excluded from certain activities because of health risks. Jews were excluded from going to the movies. They weren't allowed to walk on the street. They weren't allowed to live in certain neighborhoods just because of their race. Nothing based off of like risks. Like they could have been doctors, pharmacists, librarians, teachers. They were. They all were. They were business owners, everything. And, And it didn't matter because the hate was based on the sheer fact of who they were in their background. Not with this vaccination where people are deciding to do it or not to do it. These are completely different things. And for them to be walking around with these yellow stars on them and to pretend like uh, it's the same thing, it's completely different. Completely different. Um, And it's very, very upsetting. Um, But just to go from there... Uh, I think now is a good time for us to share our personal stories. Um, Obviously, Amanda and myself, we were not old enough to live through the Holocaust. Um, Thank God that we were born at this time and not then, because we might not even be here to tell about it. Um, And thank God our parents, not our parents, our, you know, grandparents and great-grandparents lived through it, because we probably wouldn't have been here either. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, Amanda, do you want to, do you want to tell uh, some of your stories first? Um, I have a story that I tell all the time. Um, basically my father's mother. So my grandma, when the Holocaust was happening in Belarus, they would hide her in a tree whenever the Nazis would like make their way. So because of that, and thank God her parents you know, weren't taken to any camps or anything, but they uh, kept her in a tree. So, like, if anything, she would still live, which I find to be really crazy. Um, I remember I went to Israel and met up with my cousins there, and her, I believe it's her niece or something like that, or aunt, some somebody who was 
related to my grandma um and she would she told me the story and i i just find it to be very crazy that that's what it led to you know that they had to hide them in trees i wonder how they even got up to the tree to put like her basket in there but you know that's crazy um also i mean and also think about like god forbid you know she started crying or something and then they would have yeah. found her you know so yeah, it really is like you, a miracle can you imagine that shit? yeah that that's crazy because a lot of a lot of babies were also killed and buried with their with their parents it's not even blood. buried sometimes yeah um also my grandmother on my mother's side would tell me her father was in the war and uh whenever he would like come home he was very very sick and they would feed him white bread that was like if you had white bread you were considered very rich back then this was in ukraine that you were considered very rich because they had nothing absolutely nothing and white bread was like the only thing that made him more like stronger which is really crazy but my grandfather ended up obviously great grandfather my my grandma's dad he ended up living thank god for a very long time from when they came to america and everything so you know thank god and i was with my grandfather today my mom's dad and he was telling me how everybody was so poor so my grandpa on my mom's side was born in azerbaijan and back then everybody was so poor that they would find cats and rats on the street and they would eat that mm. so it's really crazy and then he told me that when the war ended he was like five or six and when the war ended, he said he remembers that they were like calling everybody outside to be like, we're safe. Mm. So crazy. So crazy. Wow. So, I mean, I guess similar stories. Um, but for for my side, um, you know, my my grandmother, she was younger and they were living in Moscow. Um, and so when she was living in Moscow, um, the Nazis were making their way through Russia and they were moving closer and closer to the capital to the point where they were like right outside the border. Um, so my mother and her family, they had to evacuate um, and they evacuated all the way to like all the way deep in Russia, like uh, one of the stands or Kazakhstan or one of those cities that like sounds like that. I don't remember the exact name. And they had to, they lived there for like a year or two um, mm -hmm. until they could return back. And of course, when they came back, like there were other people living in their apartments. They had to like, you know, the, the, one of the people didn't want to give it away. It was just this whole ordeal. Um, but my grandmother was very young at the time. And then my grandfather, who's older than her, he had more, to do with the war um he was actually he was in ukraine and he was um or he was visiting a friend somewhere and he needed to get on this boat and he couldn't get on the boat um because he didn't have a ticket so his friend who was an artist he was jewish as well he actually like drew him a ticket and now this is like the og photoshop because he drew him a ticket to the point where like he was actually able to get on this boat because they thought it was a real ticket. Um, so my grandfather got to escape and everything. But when he came back, 
um, his friend was no longer there. And he's like, what happened to him? And apparently uh, the Nazis had taken him and they had uh, tied him up to two different horses and they hit the horses and the horses tore him in half. Oh my God. Um, yeah. And, uh, but then my grandfather, he had turned 18 and then he went to go serve in the war and he actually worked as a mechanic um, fixing the planes uh, that were going out to fight the Nazis. So, you know, I, I feel like proud because, you know, he in part kind of, you know, if he didn't fix the plane, maybe we wouldn't have won. Um, and that's my mother's side of the family. My father's side, I'm not sure about his mom, but his father was one of 14 children. Um, and so my grandfather and his sister, they went to work at a factory. Um, and when they came home, the Nazis had stopped by and they had shot the parents and all oh the 12 God. kids that were there. Oh uh, so they came home and there's just like the corpses of their like baby brothers, baby sisters, just laying on the floor, dead, wow. shot in their home. Um, so yeah i mean it's it's very crazy it's very dark it's very inhumane um and it's just it's very upsetting uh so of course you know as people hear these stories of people saying like it's not about race it's like of course it was about race because even though we're we're not solely just jewish you know jewish is part of our identity we're also russian or ukrainian or part um, Belarusian, whatever, but Judaism is a race and it's a part of us that connects us all. So to hear someone say that it's not about a race, that it's not about that, even though it was, and we heard it from the mouth of the devil himself that it was about the race, to hear people go back and say, it's not about race, it's it's upsetting because it is. It is about race. It is about it's the downplaying. Senseless... It's downplaying everything we've ever been through. Right, and I mean, obviously, Amanda and myself did not go through the Holocaust. We did not go through concentration camps, but we oh, are God. close and related to people who have told us the stories of what they had gone through. We are close to the people who did suffer, who watched their loved ones die in front of them, who had the fear of never knowing if. You know, I mean, obviously, we know that Hitler didn't win, but they didn't know that. They were hiding, worrying, like, what if this man took over the world? And we had to go into hiding for the rest of our existences, yeah. you know? And it's very upsetting. And that's why, you know, we're doing this podcast. And listen, it may be controversial. It may be whatever. But And a lot of people might not be happy that we're talking about this. You might, But the realistically, re, re, realistically, it happened. People went through it. it and, and I just want to, I also want to say the fact that everybody is so sensitive now that we can't even speak about our history. I'm not only talking about, you know, the Holocaust, I'm talking about everything um, with L LGBT rights. Okay. Everything that has happened with black people, everything no, right. like people don't want to talk about it. And like to not talk about it in schools is crazy. You go to school to learn about everything that has happened. Right. And they omit, they're omitting, they omit parts of history. They omit talking about um, the things that happened in China during communism. They, they actually stopped teaching about uh, this, 
uh, this event called the Tiananmen Square, where it was like a bunch of students who stood up to the government and then a bunch of tanks ran over them. They're omitting teaching about that. They're omitting talking about certain books because some kids and parents feel uncomfortable. Well, children are supposed to feel uncomfortable because if they feel uncomfortable, they learn empathy and they learn. And because of that discomfort, they make sure that future generations also learn and that they also feel uncomfortable to prevent something like that from ever happening again. Because if you just gloss over something and you don't give it the attention it needs, uh, it becomes its own devil. It becomes its own beast where people get affected. And then things like that will repeat itself again. And we need to learn from history to better ourselves as the, as the human race. Because how are we ever going to be prepared for any other existing beings? You know, like people say, like, oh, aliens don't come because we're not ready for them to come. We're not. We're so busy trying to kill each other and hate each other that if somebody else came, they'd also probably be killed because people are too barbaric to, to focus on the fact that, yes, we're different, but that's okay, you know? Yeah. And they're so driven by this hate that the, the cultures, the, the rap, the cultures, the, the modern-day cultures stem from hate, and they preach hate, and they preach differences and they preach like that differences are bad and they preach demeaning things about different sexes. And we shouldn't be working towards that. We should be working towards educating everybody and culture for everybody and the betterment of everybody. But we're not doing that. And it's unfortunate. But I hope to whoever's listening that it, it bumps you in the head or whoever you're going to talk to about this, that it bumps them in the head because things need to start changing around here because, you know. Things are coming. Things are coming. And if we can become better and stop it, then we should. Because otherwise, we're all going to become extinct. And it's because we're all simple-minded. And no one can really think past the truth that they just see in front of their face. That's what it is. I agree with everything you said. That I don't even think I have to say anything else after that. Yeah, so... (laughs) Do you have any closing statements you'd like to make, Amanda? At the end of the day, we all matter. We all matter. All of our races matter. How we identify matters. And everybody should be a little bit more empathetic towards that. We all went through shit. And now what it's time to do is for us all to stick together. You know, we should all love each other. Fucking peace and rainbows. Because if that, if that's all we have fucking left. <laughs> that's yeah. all we have left. And we got to learn to love each other. Everybody stick together. Okay. We all been through shit. I love everybody. And, and we got to we gotta learn to love each other. Because shit ain't going to be good. Right. The if you're going to preach hate. If you're going to preach hate. How can you ever expect love to be returned? Exactly. And that's that, ladies and gentlemen. And make sure whatever kind of a day you're having or whatever kind of a conversation you're having after this, make sure that it's a... Jamie one. We love you all and stay tuned <laughs> for next all. week's episode. Bye, everybody. Bye.